Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Herd Fit Podcast with Dr. Sam Ree and myself, Coach David Syverson. This podcast is aimed at helping anyone and everyone looking to enhance their healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and most importantly, mindset. All right. Welcome back to the Herd Fit Podcast. This is uh, Coach David Syverson here with Dr. and Coach Sam Marie. We are in here for the third week in a row reviewing the CrossFit Open Workout that just came out a few hours ago, 22.3. Coach Sam just took it on. We got to probably say thank you to him. He's he took one for the team. He's the, the Herd Fit guinea pig in terms of doing the workout every Thursday night and then still being out of breath for the third week in a row <laughs> and giving us some kind of actual real-life, real-time feedback for those that are taking it on both Friday and, and Sunday in the up- upcoming weekend. So, Sam, good work. You are officially done with the CrossFit Open. I am. And I wanted to say to all of our members, all the people who have been participating in the Open this year, I think for sure this has been the best Open experience I've had in terms of all of our members participating. I don't mind Thursdays when there are a lot of people that show up, they're cheering. The people who did it with me, Alvin, Heidi, Will, who else did ha- it? Haley. Haley. Yep. It was it's really cool. And then everyone who's cheering. And then And Mark Ollie. And Mark. Yeah. Yep. And watching um and then watching everyone on Friday and then Sunday do it this the past couple of weeks. Everyone has tried so hard and yeah. they've really given it their max effort. Yep. And it's been so inspiring and if we can just sit here and talk a little bit about it and uh, give some people some thoughts when they chase it, I love that. And I just want to say I get so much more out of it. I really appreciate everyone. I think everyone has been doing so amazingly. And everyone else out there also who's um, not part of Bison, but who's listening to our podcast, I hope you got the same type of positive experience out of the Open that we did. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's been a really fun Open it's funny how it's we like the three weeks for the gym, but it goes by so fast. And uh, but that that's what makes it special. That's what makes it unique. You know, we'll, we'll probably do an open recap at some point in the coming weeks, and also something similar to we did last year in terms of all right, you just did the open. Some of you guys have will have a fire burning after that, whether you're happy or unhappy or have a goal for the next year. And we'll go into some deeper thoughts on what you can take from the open and what you can apply to the next 11 months of training. We'll be back We'll be back sitting here again in 11 months. I want to shout out also, it would be remiss for me not to mention your performance in 22.2. <laughs> it's so weird when you open up your CrossFit Games app and it's scrolling through and you're seeing the leaderboard and you see the 35 to 39 men's and you see Austin Maliolo and then you see Di- David Syvertson, number two. I was like, I know that guy. Yeah. What? That was really amazing. So congratulations for that. Yep. Uh, you got to take your victories wherever you can get them. That's right. And that was a pretty cool one. Yeah, that was cool. That was Thanks, Sam. All right. So this workout, okay, we have 21 pull-ups, 42 double-unders, 21 thrusters. All right. That barbell, th- that's the, a very common rep scheme with thrusters and this kind of workout. So it's 21 pull-ups, 42 doubles, 21 thrusters at Fran weight. That is 95, 65. Not a heavy barbell, not a light barbell, for, but a movement that most people can cycle. That's the start of your workout. You go back to the rig, 18 chest of bar pull-ups, 36 double-unders, 18 thrusters at a heavier weight, 115 guys, 75 ladies. And then the last set is 15 muscle-ups, 30 double-unders, 15 thrusters at 135.85. So the reps go down every set. The complexity of gymnastics increases and the barbell weight increases. For a movement that we don't commonly see anything beyond 95 65 in the open with the thruster. So that's like a new element, kind of new twist on that movement. When you first saw the workout at three o'clock, other than the fact that CrossFit Hendersonville does not deserve to host (laughs) 
an open announcement I'll, over bison. Kudos to CrossFit <laughs> Hendersonville for the number of registrations they I'm had. That was kidding. great. Yes. Um, beautiful gym too. They, I like, that's funny. Whenever I see stuff like that, I see all the warehouse and the parking lot. I'm like, man, that's a cool parking lot. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what were your initial th- thoughts when you saw the workout? When I saw the team, I mean, obviously you can't take away a lot from CrossFit Reykjavik's uh, team because right. they just go ham on everything. Yeah, but yeah. When, when I saw Hendersonville's and I saw the men mm. take ginormous rests during the bar muscle ups, yeah. I said, I am not as fit as they are. I'm going to have to take even more time doing the first two parts of this. Mm. That was my thought. I, I don't like looking at a whole lot beforehand if I'm going to go on a Thursday night. Right. So I felt, what is my pace going to be? What would I feel comfortable with so I have enough in the tank and I'm not gassed by the time I get to the bar muscle-ups? And that's what I thought. Cool. Yeah, I was thinking around the same thoughts is that it look, it's like a trap workout because when you – it was a common guess, right? People are saying it's going to be something like Fran or Fran with double-unders or heavy Fran or ascending Fran, right? It's like that in that there's that barbell, that thruster motion, and there's the rig involved, right? The jump rope is not a big factor, very low volume jump rope. So I've been ignoring that in the analysis of everything. I haven't even been looking at the doubles because it's such a small amount, but it's a trap if you think this is anything like Fran, unless you are you are the elite of the elite and you just basically do everything unbroken, right? And I think that the reason I say that is Fran goes down by six reps every single time you start a new set. So it's 21 reps of pull-ups and thrusters, then it's 15, 15, then it's 9, 9. This only goes down by three. All right, so the jump down in weights, that is one of the reasons why, sorry, the jump down in reps is one of the reasons why Fran is a sprint workout and the intensity can be high throughout. But when you're only going down by three and you're also making the movement more difficult than what you just previously did, that's where it mentally and physically can ruin you if you're not expecting that. So I, I think everyone needs to know when you go into this workout, get Fran out of your head, unless it's something that you're building a pace off of, which we'll, I'll talk about that later. But I really think you got to just view this, even though the movements and the movement patterns are similar, it's nothing like Fran. Yeah. I mean, my thought was when I finish a set of anything, what pace can I maintain where I'm not going to be gassed to get to the next movement. So for me, pull-ups, I, I knew I could do seven or eight in a row, but then if I did two, three sets of that, or just two sets, uh, I would be pretty gassed. I'd be breathing pretty hard. So right. I said, what number of pull-ups can I do? For me, it was around five. For some people, it might only be two or three, and then you have to get off the rig and then another two or three. That's totally fine. That's what I did for the chest of bars because mm-hmm. I knew if I try to pull together five or six, I could. But then by the time I would get to the double unders, I'd be like, (sighs) right. So, and then same with the thrusters. I said, what number of thrusters could I do where by the time I'm done with the thrusters, I am not gassed. Mm. And I didn't care if it was three or four. Yep. That that's fine. I had no problem doing that. Yep. And some athletes, I even talked to someone earlier about tomorrow's workout and she was saying, she's like, I really don't even know like when I'm relighting, like, I don't know what it means. And she's been crossing for a long time or I have no concept of clock and timing I think there's a really simple way to put this. If you can't control your breathing of a nice, smooth, steady, like breathing every three or four count, like, well, I don't want to do it on the microphone. It'd be weird. But if you can't control it, right, if it's like a constant back and forth, right, like you can't talk at all, right, that's a sign you got to slow down. Right. All right. And yes, you want to avoid that altogether until you're at the end of the workout anyway. But if you feel like you're getting there in the middle of a set of thrusters or pull-ups or in your transitions... Take the extra 15, 20 seconds. Don't look at what anyone else is doing. Don't worry about someone else beating you. If you can't control your breathing and you still have over a minute left to work, 
don't keep going. Yeah. I felt, especially in the second set, I would check and I'd say, could I take a deep breath in? Can I take a deep breath out? Right. And if I could still do that, I'm okay. And if I started not being able to do that, all right, let me, like, for example, of the last 18 thrusters, I broke those up into three and three mm -hmm. just so that I could maintain that kind of right. breath count. So it's smart. I want you guys to you know, take this in. Sam, so Sam got five thrusters at that final bar. Shoulders started to bother him during his muscle-ups. So it, it did. It threw him off. He started failing some muscle-ups, and I could even tell. I didn't know anything was bothering him, but I was watching him, and I was, he was saying that it looked like his movement started to change. There was less snap to him. So now that I hear that his shoulders bother him, if I hate playing the if game, but if that didn't happen, I'm pretty confident he would have finished. And I, I bring that up because that's going to be a common goal. We're going we're to have a lot of people and a lot of you guys listening. That might be your goal. Our extra skill. Hey, I just want to see if I can finish this workout. You can break things up so much. Like he was doing sets of five from the beginning, even though he could have done 15. He was doing sets of three, even though he probably could have done six. It's not important for you to do big sets. If the goal is to simply finish under 12 minutes, it is not important for you to do big sets anywhere. All right. I think what's more important is that you never get to a point where you're just staring at the bar or barbell for 30 seconds at a time. That's what you need to do. And if you if you break then things up more than you think you would, right? If you have this thought of like, all right, I might break it up two or three times. Try breaking up three or four times and you're still going to be better and you'll feel better as you go. I agree with that a, a, a thousand percent. The other thing is, is the double unders. I'm not always the best double under person, but the number of double unders, like Dave said, it's a non-factor because even if I could only eke out, I mean, I, I actually felt pretty good on them today, but I had confidence going in because I knew even if I broke on the 42, like three times or four times and I was only getting 10 at a time, it didn't matter because there weren't that many. And I knew as soon as I got through it, the next set would be less and the next set would be less. So um, if you are someone who's not super rock solid on your double unders, totally fine. This is a confidence booster. Just You'll just get through it. Even if you have to eke out six, seven, eight, nine at a time, totally fine. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. So now let's talk about a plan where if someone wants to, they're very confident they can finish this. How fast can you go? Right? I think some of the fastest times in the world, I'm guessing, I'm actually having a hard time p putting all this together, but- I think you're going to see people below five or like, like in the, even in the low fours, I think that's going to happen. But for, for the people that are very confident they can finish, it, it does help to know, right? How fast can this be done? All right. I'm not on that level. All right. I think it's realistic, even for some people in Bison to be in like the six, seven, eight range. I do think it's possible. And so, yes, you have to do bigger sets than five, right? You have to rest a little bit less. One thing I think could help you out is start understanding how long the 21s take, the 18s take, and then the muscle-ups, right? The muscle-up is a much longer movement than a chest bar pull-up. If you have solid butterflies, most people are about one rep per second. So you can get off that set of 21 in 21, 22 seconds for most people if, if they're unbroken and they're steady on them. The muscle-ups, if you went unbroken on that, that's probably minimum 40 to 50, 45 seconds, right? So you need to know like that fact alone with the heavier thrusters that my thought was the sets of 21 and 18, those first two sets of work, that can probably be considered a halfway point of your time. Yeah, because the butterflies are quick. If you're good at those, 
you will rip through those. Right. The thruster weight is light for good athletes. Right. You should be able to knock out big sets quickly. Yep. Um, and I would even say like the set of 15 is like, well, yeah, most people are going to be breaking those up. Very few people, even the elite will be breaking those up. I, I don't think anyone's going to go into that saying, oh, I'm going to try to go for 15. It's not probably not going to happen. You're probably looking at three, two or three sets. Um, that's if you're really confident with that weight. So you're going to have to budget some of that time as well. Whereas I think the 21s and 18s for, if you, again, if you're good at thrusters and you're trying to really go for it in this time, I think that's going to be unbroken or two sets with a really quick break that you should probably try to build out what is your goal time? Say it's nine minutes. All right. And then see, try to build out paces for the 21s and 18s to be done between four and 430, knowing that that set of 15s might take around that time. I like your calculation. This is a hard one to really figure out what your pace time will be. Unfortunately, if you had the juice to do it twice, you could probably really sort of dial, dial yourself in. Yep. But working off of your Fran time is, like you mentioned before, is yeah. a really good way of guesstimating yeah. where you might want to go. With so I'll, I'll talk about that real quick because, again, I don't want anyone thinking this is like Fran. So, But Fran starts off with 21 thrusters, 21 pull-ups, right? And I've seen people do that workout. I've watched that do that workout. I'm sorry. I've done the workout and I've watched people do that workout so many times. A lot of times, if someone, unless someone falls apart, the 21-21 is usually about the halfway point, give or take, maybe a little under the halfway point of someone's time in Fran. So I've seen people do that in a minute 15, the 21-21. And so I think what I would do, that's how this workout starts off with a little set of double unders that I'm just going to completely ignore for now, all right? What, however long your Fran time is, okay? And this is, I think this is going to help set up your heart rate for the rest of the workout. Try to do the 21, first set of jump rope, the next set of 21, just under that time. That's what I think. That I think that's a good goal, okay? And I, I know if, if you're a CrossFitter for a long time, your Fran time, you should have a decent idea what your Fran is right now, approximately. Be within 20 seconds and give yourself that much time, maybe a little less, all right? And take that for the 21, the jump rope, the 21. And I guarantee you will go into the, the meat of the workout, which is when the 18s come into play, the chest bar and the heavier thrusters, that's when that shit's going to get real. You're going to go into that feeling good. Yep. Whereas if you go sprint, like you're doing Fran, a two to three minute workout or a three to four minute workout, if you went that fast, I bet the 18s are going to be miserable and then you have to get to the really hard part. Yeah. All right. So I think the biggest goal everyone needs to think about is I want to make sure I feel decent slash good when I get to the really hard part of the workout. What that is for you, it's going to be different based on who we're talking to. I think if people are good at the bar muscle ups, the chest to bar is the harder part to mm -hmm. me. And if it wasn't for my shoulders sort of getting acting up a little bit on the bar muscle ups, I, I felt like those actually, because you're kipping and sort of, you can be pretty efficient on them, especially if you have a, a really nice kip and you have good body control. Mm -hmm. I know there are people at the gym that would do 15 bar muscle ups um, and find it less taxing than the 18 chest to bars. Right. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely. It, it depends as you do have an efficient butterfly or not. That's a big part of it. Like if, if you made me go out there and go do kipping chest to bar instead of butterfly, I would have a really hard time. Like right. that, that is a tough movement. I probably would even just do singles. I really did. I think I would go singles on that so I can rip through everything else if I, if I, if I lose my butterfly or I don't have the butterfly. So really, I, th I think to, to sum it up, guys, I think the best thing to do here is break things up more than you think. Try to be disciplined with it, right? And, and know what you can and cannot do. And if by some chance you get to the end of your workout, those 15 muscle-ups, and you're feeling good, 
Go empty the tank. Go ham. Go for it. Yeah. Like, maybe you can go bang out nine in a row. What you don't want is to get there. You do one or two, and you're like, wow, I'm really tired. Because you know what? You're going to spend the rest of the workout at that bar, and you're going to get mad at yourself. I wanted to add just um, before I forgot, there are a couple people that had trouble figuring out, should I do foundation? Should I do scaled? Good point. And because they would look at that last thruster weight and say, wow, this is really heavy. Or they would look at the last gymnastic movement and say, boy, I don't know if I can do chest to bars or even jumping chest to bars and maybe I have to scale down. And my my question always was to them, could you do one of those thrusters at the heaviest weight? If you right. can do one yeah. and if you think you could do at least one or two uh, or, or maybe even not, if if you could do the first two gymnastic movements well, yeah. then challenge yourself. Yeah, go for it. Because I know a lot of people that are going to RX it, they might not be able to get a single bar muscle up, mm -hmm. but they don't want to scale the rest of it because they can handle almost everything else right go for it yeah it, i say go for it there's a tie break that for, that works yeah and and for the masses like this workouts program for the masses right it's designed to put most people at a point where they can't go on right right or they get to a point where they really the stimulus goes from all right i'm doing 15 20 reps a minute 10 to 15 reps a minute to three reps a minute that, that's like the design for general fitness now your higher end your athletes your competitors could probably maintain pace no matter what movement you throw at them what weight you throw at them but it's okay to get there in a workout, right? Like the, it, we had two pretty inclusive weeks of, of programming. Let this one challenge you a little bit. And if you get to the bar and you have to stand there for four minutes trying to get your first muscle up or pull up or thruster at that weight, I say go for it. Yeah. If you can do most of whatever you feel comfortable with the first two parts of it, yeah, definitely go for yeah. it. All right. So thank you guys. This is the last one. I always say in the last one, just, just don't leave anything out there. Don't leave any, don't have any regrets with it. Just go into it and, and have fun, stay positive and know that we're, we're still going to be here next Monday wadding. Nothing changes whether you crush it or get crushed, but don't, don't take it for, uh, more seriously than what it is. And for all of you guys that are on the brink or on the bubble of that top 10%, we will get the question a lot. Should I repeat it? And if you are on the bubble and you think you could do better, my answer is going to be yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to listen to the Herd Fit Podcast. Be on the lookout for next week's episode.